0: Hello everyone, welcome to Chan Podcast. Here is where you learn about meditation and Chan. So, what is Chan? Chan, spelled as C-H-A-N, is the Chinese good of Mahayana Buddhism and is the originating tradition of Japanese Zen. We encourage you to learn and practice meditation with a group. If you like to, feel free to visit our website LondonChanMeditation.org. Today's talk is, uh, every every day is a good day. Uh, And as uh, Changbu Fashi uh, just Mm -hmm. said, uh, this is actually the famous uh, Kungan or Koan in Japanese. Coming from um, also famous Chan master from uh, Tang Dynasty by the name Yumen. and um, this uh, this kungan or quan we can find in the famous Blue Cliff Records of uh, 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 or uh, well of where many kungans are are. Uh, uh, there so uh, what is it what is it about um, actually this every day this saying every day is a good day is a uh, uh, young man answer to his own kungan. at one point he asked his students I am not, he was saying, I am not asking you about days before the fifteenth of the month. And I am not asking you about um, the days about the rest of the month. So, actually, he said, but what about the rest of the (laughs) days? Sorry for, (laughs) I was translating it in my head. So he said, I'm not asking you about the days until the 15th of the month. But what about the rest of the days? And then nobody from his students could answer that question. And then he said himself, every day is a good day. So, how can we understand this? How we, how can we understand that every day is a good day? Is that our experience? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know, this is, a, as Chang Wu Fashi said earlier, this is my fifth, ca- fifth time coming to Vancouver. And uh, I can tell you that the previous four times it was raining all the time. <laughs> the weather was quite bad. Well, I heard it's a usual weather in Vancouver of this time of the year, but this time it is surprisingly uh, clear and sunny and actually warm, uh, which is which is very very unusual. So, does this nice weather makes our days good? It does. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes good weather definitely influence influence uh, us how how we feel. Um, but um, we all know that the days can be beautiful, but our mind can be, you know, uh, full of uh, negative emotions and uh, and the cloudy in a contrast to what's outside of us and opposite is also the truth you know the weather can be very bad but uh, our inner weather can be uh, actually very bright it can be very happy so obviously our inner state of mind does not depend so much on the on the outside uh, weather weather conditions also although It can be influenced by them, of course. Um, There are many, actually, factors which are influencing how we would feel and how we would consider consider a certain day, uh, 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 whether it is good for us or bad for us. Uh, there are really many conditions. But what we generally can say is that um, all days are not good days for us. This every day is a good day is a, is a, is a um, saying which comes from a, a, a vacant perspective. Perspective of a awakened mind. So, uh, from the Awakened Mind perspective, every day is a good day. Definitely. Uh, But from our own perspectives and uh, all the struggles which we are facing in our everyday life, uh, we can't really say that our every day is a good day. That doesn't mean that there are no good days in our life, of course. (laughs) Uh, but generally speaking, uh, uh, there is no this kind of stability in our life. There is not this level of happiness and, uh, and serenity uh, in our lives. As this saying is suggesting, every day is a good day. So, um, I think that it is very important that we ask ourselves, that we use, actually, this saying, and uh, that we ask ourselves why our days are not happy as they could be. Why our every day is not a good day. I think that is, that is a very, very important question. And... Uh, In order to answer that question, we would have to look into ourselves. We would have to look into our lives. We would have to look into how we are living our our lives. And um, um, are we really satisfied with the way we are living our lives? So these are all very, very important questions which, um, of course, very often uh, we forget. We forget to ask ourselves these questions. Uh, We simply live, we simply follow our everyday routine, and uh, however dissatisfied we might be with it, um, well, very often we are saying to ourselves, oh, we don't have the time to to really look deeper into ourselves and ask these questions. You know, the time uh, we have is a time uh, uh, which is uh, already taken by many, many things. Uh, And therefore, especially in modern day living, it's difficult to find the time for ourselves, the time for reflection. And the time in which we could ask this question uh, it, is, it is very difficult uh, so generally speaking that when we when we look at the way um, uh, of a modern modern day living and what are these uh, usual problems, uh, we could say that. Uh, First of all, that we are living very fast, you know, there is this, what's the English word, acceleration, if I can call it so, present in in our life, we are um, speed up somehow, and uh, we are very busy. And therefore, being very busy, we have to be fast, we have to do thing, a lot of things in a short period of time. Uh, and uh, for that reason, uh, we have this feeling of um uh, shortage of time all the time. And... Uh, and... Uh, you know, because it is all connected with fulfilling our own expectation, expectations which we might have from ourselves. Also, it is connected with the with the expectations other people, well, fulfilling expectation other people might have from us. And uh, this whole things is making us uh, very very dispersed in the same time. Um, so we would like to do everything in a very short period of time, and that brings kind of a nervousness. And, uh, and then, for all these reasons, we become very dispersed, in a sense. Uh, and, uh, or scattered, as we are saying in, in Chan. Uh, scattered in a sense uh, that there are many things for us to do and very short time to do them. So uh, we are a little bit with doing this thing and then a little bit doing that thing and so on. Okay, so uh, therefore our mind becomes scattered among all those duties which we have. Uh, and. Uh, and for that reason, eventually, uh, somehow we become, in the process, we become alienated. We become alienated from well, ourselves, our own bodies, uh, but also from other people, from nature in general. Um, and this is, this is uh, how the one thing condition another thing. You can you can just follow this uh, process of uh, us being conditioned in this way by, by modern way living, by living very fast, which brings this scatterness and this, this scatterness brings alienation and in the end alienation brings actually kind of dissatisfaction, dissatisfaction with the way we live dissatisfaction with ourselves very often, with our life situation, with the other people around us. Uh, and from that perspective, uh, days are not looking very good. <laughs> days are not looking very good. Um, well, it might be that I am exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but I have to present situation from its extreme, maybe. Uh, I know that uh, it's not very good to generalize. Uh, people are different, and people uh, deal with their life situation in a different way. But nevertheless, uh, what remains true is that uh, modern, modern life brings a lot of stress. And uh, and this stress is not something which uh, is easy to deal with. And uh, for that reason we suffer all kinds of uh, consequences, uh, physical, emotional, uh, intellectual, all kinds of consequences. This reflects on, 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 on uh, on our life uh, in a not very good way we could say that it disrupts uh, this kind of a har- inner harmony and therefore uh, once this inner our inner harmony is disrupted when there is no inner harmony then of course we can't establish the harmonious relationship with other people with the with the life with the life in general um, so this is, uh, this is our usual uh, situation in modern day living, especially in the cities, especially in the cities um, and it's connected a lot with the office work, Then um, we are working in a, in a, um, not in the open, in the fields, in the nature. But uh, in uh, buildings, in a small office, separated in a sense from nature. Um, so, um, of course, that from this perspective, our days are uh, does not look very, very bright and. Uh, uh, we don't see them uh, to be very good. Uh, so, what is it that we can do actually in order to change that, in order to somehow transform the way we um, relate to ourselves, the way we relate to our work, the way we relate to other people and to nature in general. Um, I would like to go now back to uh, to uh, the Kungan I mentioned at the very beginning. Then Master Yunmen said I'm not asking about the." first 15 days but tell me about the other 15 days to the rest of the month what we can what we can somehow understand from this question is that uh, there is no much point in dwelling in our past there is no much point in uh, continuously thinking about uh, what happened in our past, going back to various events in our past and dwelling on them, carrying this past all the time with us. And uh, we all have a personal histories. We all have a per- personal histories, and we might consider them to be, well, more. Happy or less happy uh, histories. but uh, every one of us has in this history events uh, where some events which are very, uh, how to say, uh, unhappy. and uh, our mind easily goes to these events. And then uh, it's bringing these, these circumstances of unhappiness um, into the present. And uh, there are a lot of people who actually live in their past, and who are continuously thinking about their past. Uh, and it is like uh, living in a cloud. Not being aware of what's going on right now, not being aware of this present moment, not being aware of our present situation. Um, And there are people who are thinking about the future a lot as well. Um, Probably it has to do with our age also. (laughs) When we are uh, younger we think a lot about our future and when we become older we are thinking more about the past. But actually we all think about the past and the future a lot. And we are bringing, uh, uh, actually we are clouding our mind by this, this way of thinking. Not being aware of what's going on right now, right here. Um, and this is, uh, this is actually what this Kungan is pointing to. It's pointing to this fact that uh, we are most of the time living in, in, in our own um, mental constructions, which are mostly related either to the past or, or to the future. And therefore, we are somehow missing this present moment. We are missing this present moment, and therefore we, we are missing the opportunity to uh, facing ourselves, to seeing ourselves, uh, and also to we are missing the opportunity to uh, uh, well, discovering our true nature and establishing this inner harmony and uh, we are missing then opportunity to establish a harmony around ourselves as well, for that reason. Uh, and if we go back to uh, these um, few characteristics, as I describe them, of modern day living, you know, this living very fast, and being scattered, and uh, um, being alienated, and dissatisfied, it all has to do actually with the with the way our mind functions. You know, it all has to do with um, with our inability to. Um, to face certain life situations and issues uh, in in at our work, uh, uh, in our families, uh, with our friends and in general with a more mental stability and a more mental clarity which could help us deal much more wisely with with all those, all those issues for our own benefit and for the benefit of other people as well. Uh, because as long as we stay uh, in this scattered state of mind and as long as we uh, it, you know um, as as we have a, a lot of expectations and uh, and as long as we depend so much on what other people think around us, and uh, and so on, and so on, we can't really we can't really have that stability, and we can't really have that clarity, and we can't find this uh, more more wise um, way ways of dealing with the with the life situations. And this wisdom is actually present in all of us. We all have this wisdom in ourselves. We all have this potential in ourselves. So we all have a potential to um, experience ourselves and the world in a much more different way than we do. And we all have this uh, this potential to uh, live a harmonious and full life uh, in which every day can become a good day. Well, it is easy to say so, but uh, it is difficult it is difficult to do so. Uh, You know, there is a, it comes to my mind, a story. It is an ancient Chinese story about a farmer. He lived, uh, probably a lot of you heard this story, it's very popular actually. (laughs) Well, in a Buddhist circle, in a Chan circle maybe. It is a story about a farmer who who had a son. And uh, they live on a small farm Uh, near the village and um, they have a one horse and they use that horse to uh, how you say in English? Plunk the earth? yeah, plunk the fields and um, and what happened one day um, this horse run away he escaped, or something happened to him. Doesn't matter. Anyway, they, they, they were left without it. And uh, you know, in a, in a village, uh, on a farm, if you lose uh, the horse, um, your life actually depends on it. Your ability to feed your family depends on it. So it is a terrible thing to happen. Uh, and then, once that happened, the uh, people in the village find out, and they all came and they say oh how 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 wh- what a misfortune you know, how terrible it is, and uh, how will you survive now, and what will you do oh this is a, this is the most terrible thing that could happen to you. We all feel very, very sorry for you, and the old farmer just say, "Well." Thank you for this, but maybe it is so, <laughs> maybe it is not so. <laughs> and then they left, and then after a while it happened as that his son was very lucky, and and he uh, caught uh, several wild horses, and he brought all these wild horses to his home, to his farm. And uh, the people from the village saw all these horses, you know, the wild horses now. On the farm, and they came, you know, they run to the old farmer saying, "Oh, this is so wonderful! This is so great! This is this is this is amazing! You know, your situation has completely changed. Now you don't need to worry about how to support your family, and 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 everything is just wonderful." You know, they 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 were all like a extremely happy for, uh, for this occasion, and uh, uh, all and father thanked them, and he said, well, maybe it is so, <laughs> maybe it is so, and they left, and of course his son was, uh, well, he, he has to tame those wild horses in order to be able to use them, uh, to plug the fields and so on, so he was doing that, and as he was doing that, one day you know he fell off from the horse. We know that wild horses <laughs> don't like to be tamed <laughs> really and uh, and as, as he was doing that, he fell from one of the horses and he broke his leg, and then you know, ready old <laughs> people from the village came, you know, and they said, oh, this is so terrible. This is so terrible, but you are, you are old and you depend on your young son and he broke his leg. And what will you do now uh, uh, with all these wild horses and so on, oh, this is a very, very terrible thing. And the old man says again, <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank you for your concerns. Uh, uh, It is maybe so. It is maybe it is so. And they left. And then it happened that the war started. And uh, the army was coming from village to village, uh, mobilizing the young men for the army. And uh, as they came in their village, they took all young men from the village, but they left the farmer's son, because he was injured, his leg was broken, and it was obvious that he can't serve the army. And when the villagers realized that, they all came to the old farmer saying, Oh, how fortunate you are! (laughs) How fortunate you are! This is amazing! You know, all our sons went into army, and your your son is, 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 is at home and he can recover from his uh, broken leg and uh, and and so on and so on and uh, and the old farmer just said thank you for your concern maybe maybe it is so okay the story probably goes on <laughs> <laughs> and i don't need to to, go, uh, to continue with it. I think that it is, it's a very good story, actually, because it's showing us very, very clearly these two very different attitudes towards the life situation. Very different attitudes. So, what is obvious is that life is continuously changing. Life is continuously changing. And some things which are happening... Uh, are we consider them to be uh, happy occasions, and in other things we consider to be to be uh, well unhappy or bad, uh, and this is happening in 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 all of our lives. So um, to have every day a good day does not mean that you will be continuously surrounded with a nice things happening to you. You know, you will be forever young and healthy and uh uh and rich, okay, and beautiful <laughs> to add. <laughs> uh that that's that's simply that's simply not possible. That's simply not possible. Everything is changing. Everything is changing. And um uh, uh, and nobody can find, there is no such a place uh, on this planet in which you can find total security and comfort and, uh, and uh, well, freedom from, uh, from any kind of um, unpleasantness uh, and so on and so on. It's just, it's just not possible those things doesn't exist. So because of everything is changing, we have to face in our life uh, these upside-down things, you know. Sometimes things are going very well for us, and sometimes they are not. Uh, They can actually uh, become very, very bad. And uh, it's not a matter of luck, of course. Um, there are uh, causes and consequences. There, is, there are causes and conditions which uh, uh, which are actually um, behind all this. What is happening in, in in our life? Things in our life are not happening by chance. And they are, uh, on the other hand, not determined either. Okay. In Buddhism we say that we are the beings who are creating ourselves from one moment to another. So we are actually our own creators. The Buddhism, Buddhism doesn't believe in a God-creator, uh, absolute being which has created everything, including ourselves. We believe that we are the ones who are creating our own life. And that is happening from one moment to another moment. And um, it is true that uh, what we experience in the present, what we experience right now, that it depends on our past and on our history. It depends on what we were doing in the past. Uh, And it is obvious somehow that our past is influencing our present. We can't deny that. But we can't change our present by dwelling in the past. That's simply not possible. We can't change events in the past. They happened already and they are gone. It does not exist anymore. Okay? But they still have a power to influence the present because we are the ones who are carrying these traces in ourselves. Okay? So, from this perspective, dwelling in the past is not of much use. Well, you know, there is a saying that... that, uh, um, How it goes in English... Uh, that history is the teacher. Uh, you know the saying, "the teacher of life," in a sense that they uh, can learn from history a lot, and that's and that's quite true. That I- that is not in in a contradiction. What what I just said, we can learn from history a lot, but just dwelling. In a past, uh, continuously repeating over and over certain certain events uh, in our mind, uh, is not is not mu- is not much use from that. There is not much benefits from that. In the same time, we are missing this precious present moment. We are missing it. We are missing the opportunity to influence our future by missing the present. You know, that's that's very important. That's a crucial thing to understand. Because because when uh, Jungman asks his students, but tell me about these another (laughs) uh, uh, 15 days to the end of the month, what about these future days? about them? What, what can we say about them? What is it that they are depending on? That's the better thing to say. They depend on this moment, you're right. They depend on what we are doing right now. And if we are absent, if we are simply not there, <laughs> if we are simply not here in this present moment, if we are continuously abiding either in the past or in 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 the future, uh, then of course we are definitely missed, missing this this moment, and we are missing opportunity to change ourselves. We are missing opportunity to change the direction of our life. If that direction is not right, uh, I think that's very logical to to and easy actually to to understand. Uh, another thing which is which is very important to understand in relation to the, to this is that doesn't matter what we experience in the present, which we already said, it is a result of our past deeds. It is a result of our past. Okay? What we experience now somehow is condition or uh, uh, it is a consequence of our past living. So we are experiencing these consequences in the present. But actually, it doesn't matter what we experience, whether these consequences are unfortunate or Uh, how to say uh, well, just bad or whether they are uh, uh, good if they are bad if we experience bad consequences from our previous deeds that doesn't matter what really matters is how we respond to what we experience right now how we respond to that this is what matters not what is it that we experience you know that's it's very important to understand because because there is a potential for change there is a potential for freedom and if we are not present when this is happening, then of course we mi- we are missing this this moment. We are missing this opportunity, and uh, and the life continues as usual. And life life continues as usual. Once uh, once we have this uh, habitual response to whatever we experience right now, you know when we. When we are, it's better to say, reacting than responding. When we are reacting to, to, to what is happening to us right now in a habitual way. In a way, we, in accordance with the pattern we uh, made our own, okay? We all have some characteristic patterns of behavior which are characteristic to our personalities, okay? how we respond, or how we react to various situations, you know. And, uh, and this is what we learn. This is a uh, result of, well, our upbringing, this is a result of our um, education, but mostly of our experience of life until now. We develop various strategies in order to keep us safe, in order to keep us secure. So uh, this is what we call the pattern of behavior. And this pattern becomes usually so deep in ourselves that uh, whenever something happens, we are reacting to this almost unconsciously, out of these ready-made answers to all possible conditions which we have in ourselves, okay? Uh, And sometimes we we, we, we react appropriately, uh, but uh, very often we don't, you know? Uh, And we simply don't because every situation which we are facing is a new situation and we have old solutions. Our solutions for life situations and life problems are old solutions based on our experience with the similar situations. But uh, every, every situation is new. And, and, and we can't uh, use these old responses. We can't use this um, old knowledge to, to solve them. And to uh, respond appropriately to them. Uh, for this reason, uh, the the experience and knowledge are simply not good to be uh, well to lead a harmonious life. They are simply not good enough. They are not good enough. Why the knowledge is not good enough? Because you know the knowledge is continuously. Also changing all the time, growing. You know, if you look at the science, you know what yesterday was discovery and uh, truth uh, today is not anymore. You know, things are continuously changing, and uh, and our experience our experience in life uh, is usually uh, also limited and uh, uh, not. Uh, uh, it doesn't cover all the new situations in which we find ourselves, uh, and and for that reason, um, for that reason, we usually perpetuate we perpetuate uh, our own life conditions. Uh, And this is the reason why our life seems to be somehow the same. You know, every day is the same. It's not good, but it's the same. Sometimes better, sometimes less. Uh, There is this constant, there is this constant constancy in the way we experience ourselves. Like there is nothing new to expect. You know, uh, because through all these various life situations, we somehow know uh, what is it that we can expect. Uh, and uh, not to mention that there are, of course, situations of which we are very much afraid. Although we pass through them many times. But whenever they are coming again, or we expecting them to come uh, we are full of fear and we don't know how to deal with those situations. So there are situations in which neither knowledge nor experience uh, 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 can help us. They are simply uh, overwhelming for us. They are simply uh, uh, of the nature um, which uh, we just can't can't find a solution for for those for those situations, and this can be very stressful, especially if, for example, your work requires from you uh, to be continuously exposed to situations in which uh, in which you are not feeling yourself uh, very. How to say competent or or balanced in those situations? That's that's terrible, you know. That's terrible. There's stress after stress, um, and and yes, this is this is the reasons why uh, why we are usually um, simply. Um, going along the course which our life uh, ha- has uh, uh, and with, without really having a uh, having a control over it and without even uh, having the well, knowledge uh, or the means to to change that course uh, you know we can just hope that the next day something extraordinary uh, 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 good will happen to us in order to change our mood. And if it doesn't, oh, that's even worse, you know, then, then we are disappointed very much. You know? So, um, this is usually the reasons why our everyday is not a good day, you know. But. I mentioned earlier that we all have this potential. And this potential uh, is realized or it becomes realized or it starts to manifest once we start to respond not to react but to respond to whatever we are experiencing right now in this present moment. Okay? So if in your day, something terrible is happening. This is not a reason for the day to be called a bad day. Because if we understand that as a challenge, if we understand that as opportunity, and if we find out how to deal with this disaster which happened that day, we can we can actually turn that day into an exceptionally good day. Exceptionally good day. And we can we can also change the whole course of our life in that way. Not on the basis of that one event, that one disaster, but on the basis of daily practice in this way. You know, transforming whatever we are experiencing into its opposite actually okay so this is uh, this is how this how this potential is uh, how this potential starts to manifest in our life and this is how we can actually start changing our life and changing the course taking control actually over our own life that's the most important thing you know our life is usually not under our control you know all these strings of of our life are pulled by all kind of things outside of ourselves and therefore, we, very often we, fear ho- ho- we feel hopeless for that reason. You know? um, and the first, of course, the first condition for to, which we have to fulfill in order to uh, uh, do that, in order to start this change, is the presence. If we are not present, when our life is happening and our life is happening only in the present moment there is no other moments in which our life is happening past is gone future is not come coming yet so the only thing which we are left with the only thing which we have is actually this present moment right here and now And if you are unhappy in this present moment, what can you do about it? If you are bored at this present moment, if you are bored with this talk, (laughs) what can you do about it? (laughs) Because that's possible, of course. Uh, uh, What can you do about those things? If you respond in a usual way, being bored makes us unhappy. If we are unhappy, we become even more unhappy. <laughs> this is our usual response to it. You, you always find the, the causes of this happiness where they are not. You know? So you say, oh, other people are you know, the reason for my unhappiness. Or uh, if, if you are bored, then you just might think that that's how life it is, and you become depressive, you know, and you fall into depression because of that, or uh, uh, or you may follow the pattern of actively fighting against those things. Okay, there are various strategies people take, but uh, in all these strategies, what we can see is that they they perpetuate, they they they. Um, Already, um, actually, they are strengthening those patterns I mentioned before. Uh, in, in, in that time, they are, they are actually uh, solidifying the quality of life, which they already have, instead of changing it. Okay, They are making it even more solid, and, uh, and, and uh, in that sense, they, they uh, assure that this quality, whatever it is, will last longer in that way. So, this, this is how we can actually, um, uh, this is how we become very rigid as a persons. You know, we become very rigid. If we always follow the same pattern, you know, and and if we continuously strengthening that same pattern, not realizing what it is that this pattern is doing to us, you know, we become very rigid. And then it means that, you know, we we, we are not flexible anymore, we can't adapt to situation, we can't really uh, change the perspective of looking at certain situations. Uh, out of this rigidity, you know? and if what, what then happens is that actually we uh, we develop very rigid standards of what is it that we consider good and what is it that we consider bad? And if the days <laughs> which are passing by does not fit this standard. Of, be, of good, what we consider to be good, these days are very bad days for us. You know, and, uh, and, and, and also... Uh, you know, if, if what we are experiencing just does not correspond to what we have in our mind, we will always be unhappy. There will be always disappointment. And um, uh, I heard, I I think I remember someone said that, uh, something about uh, whether the clouds can be misshaped. Can the clouds be, be, be misshaped? What is a misshaped cloud? <laughs> of course. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> is there such a thing as misshaped cloud? Is there such a thing? No. Whatever shape the cloud takes is the shape of the cloud. Is it? Being, being, being unhappy because of that wouldn't be very wise, would we? <laughs> So it is with our life in the, sa- the same thing, you know. Uh, it's, it's, you know, things are just happening. It's going up and down. And, uh, and uh, thinking that that's wrong, and we are experiencing, you know, things which are not developing in accordance with our expectation, thinking that that's wrong, that some- something bad is there, that something wrong is with that is actually wrong thinking. You know, but what about the happy events in our life? <laughs> it seems a, like I'm only talking about about unhappy situations. What with happy events in our life? You know, there is again uh, a Chinese story <laughs> about uh, about uh, a beggar, very poor man who uh, uh, who really had nothing in his life. You know, uh, he had just um, old clothes and uh, one bamboo stick, which he used to help himself walking. And uh, it happened that somehow he he got his he, he he got some small money and he bought a lottery ticket. And he bought a lottery ticket with that. So all he had he, he gave for this lottery ticket. And <laughs> what happened after after is that he actually the won enormous amount enormous amount of money. You know, but when he bought the ticket, he remembered the number of the ticket and he put this ticket into his bamboo stick to keep it there safe you know? so when he found out that his ticket was the winning one you know, he becomes extremely happy and he was walking near the river and he was jumping out of happiness you know and uh, and fa- you know finally he becomes rich actually you know? all his life problems are solved and he put all these ragged, you know, out of himself, these clothes and he throw them in the river and he threw this old stick into the river as well, you know. <laughs> with this ticket in it <laughs> and his fortune flow with the river, you know, away from him. So this is, this is when we become euphoric, you know, when, when things are going well, when, when the happy moments are there. And uh, and because of that, we, we lose our stability as well, you know. And uh, uh, and we lose again. Well, we again lose opportunity to uh, to influence the course of our life. And now with the happy events as well, you know, because very often we think of happy events as uh, something which. Well, just happened to us, out of nothing. Um, you know, I think Master Schengen said once that uh, uh, um, about these happy, uh, happy, happy events. That is, if we behave in this way, that it is like you know, spending our own money from, from, from the bank. You know, if we don't use these these happy events in order to understand, in order to react appropriately to them, in order to uh, use beneficially what these events uh, uh, are giving us, then you know, it is like a, um, losing our merits, really. You know, losing losing what. Uh, what, what, what we gain by a uh, lot of effort in the, in the past. Because as bad things are a result of our own past deeds, the good things which are happening are also a result of our good deeds in, in the past. And therefore, uh, uh, we have to use that as well as opportunity for further growth. In, in, in wisdom and in compassion and in uh, uh, establishing even more harmonious uh, 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 conditions in our life and positively influencing other people as well. Uh, so that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be happy when the happy occasions are, are happening. Of course not. But we shouldn't become made out of happiness as this is something which has nothing to do but suddenly came there and then we lose the, 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 the floor under our feet because of that. Okay. Um, so if we can really, uh, uh, instead of react to the life situation and perpetuating... Um, um, the same uh, 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 kind of the same charact- character of ours and strengthening even through this, if we can instead of that not to react but to respond, or not react but act in a certain life situations out of mental stability and the clarity, and uh, out of knowledge what these events are, where they are coming from, and what is the potential they have in themselves, we can really transform our life for better. And This is the meaning of the saying that we are actually the creator of our own life. That we are creating ourselves from moment to moment. But in order to be... Well, it's happening so even without... We, us knowing it. Okay? But then we don't have a control where it goes. Okay? But, but if we really want to have a control over that, if we really have to take uh, uh, all those um, strings of our life in our own hands, then we have to be present when our life is happening. And that is always right now. Right now. But that that turns out to be like a phrase, you know, living in a present moment. you can hear it everywhere, you <laughs> know being present here and now. you know it is it becomes it becomes phrase, it becomes something which is uh, uh, uh which you heard so many times that somehow it loses its meaning. you know it becomes meaningless. What does it mean? And the various people have a various ideas about what it really means, you know some to some people when you say that you should live in the present moment they think about it as a very irresponsible way of living you know <laughs> because 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 you are ignoring your past you're ignoring your future and what kind of life is it you know very selfish actually it seems very selfish in a sense you know and uh and some other people think that to live in the present moment means to live in a very spontaneous way in a sense that you take yourself freedom to do whatever you want. You know, no obligation to anyone. You know, No relation to past, no relation to future, no relation to others. You live in the present moment doing whatever you want to do. That's that's ideal of freedom some people have, but of course it's it's equally uh, wrong. It's equally uh, wrong wrong view. You know, some other people think that living in the present moment means like being a zombie kind of zombie. You know, you don't know what you were, you don't know what you will become, <laughs> and uh, and and what kind of life is that? Uh, so what does it mean to live in the present moment? We already said actually that if we don't dwell in the past and if we, if we, if we don't dwell on the future uh, that uh, we can bring our mind into this present moment. And by the very fact that this mind now being present is free from all those thoughts and also, all those emotional baggage which these thoughts are carrying and being free from thoughts about the future and uh, all these, again, emotional expectations, uh, maybe fear and hopes, whatever is connected with it. Uh, you know, that mind which is free from all those Things is a very, very clear mind, is a very, very stable mind. And therefore, we have opportunity to have a completely new look at our own self, at our own life, and on life in general. Okay? Because normally, normally, We are looking at ourselves and others and life through all this I just mentioned now. Through this very thick filter of our past and our expectations and uh, our fears, our hopes, our experiences in life, our knowledge, education. We we put everything into, into this filter and actually we are not seeing neither ourselves nor others nor a life, which is going on right here and now. What we are looking at is our own image of it. Our own image of it. This is what we are looking at. Even when we are looking at ourselves, we are looking at our own image of ourselves. We don't know ourselves. And that's really pity, isn't it? We have to say that. It's pity not to know ourselves. This life is opportunity for to find out. And I think that's the most important thing in life. To find out who we really are. Not just for the sake of curiosity. <laughs> okay? But for the sake of, uh, of living the life differently. Because if we would, if we would be completely satisfied with the life we we have, then okay. You don't need to know who you are. It's perfectly right. <laughs> but if you have a doubt, you know, about that, if you if you're not if you're not satisfied with your life or if you have a lot of unanswered questions, then you know this becomes a very important thing. So for all these reasons, <clears throat> I just mentioned our mind uh, in, 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 in Chan tradition is considered to be to be uh, there are two ways in which we are looking at the mind. In one way, we are saying that our mind uh, um, is a wild. our mind is a wild, that's the one aspect of our mind and another is that our mind is deceptive. Uh, there is maybe another word which is better than that, but deceptive is also okay. If we deceive our own selves. Okay, so this, this, these are the two main characteristics of our ordinary mind, the mind which uh, which we all have and and experience this wildness of our mind means that we are not really controlling it that is beyond our control, and that uh, uh, for example, when you are sad and you want to be happy, you can't do anything about it. you continue to be sad, you know or well, when you are full of stress. And you want to be free from stress. You can't be free from stress. But in the same time, we believe that there is a self here, that we are actually um, um, governing, or how to say, that we are the ones who are the masters of this body and mind. Okay, we are the one who decide what is it that we will do, what is it that we will buy, what is it that. Oh, no, whatever, you know, there is this idea that, that, uh, that we are in a full control of ourselves. But actually, when we try to look a little bit deeper into our life, we see that, well, this body is going in its own course, you know, it's getting older day by day. And there is no much we can do about it, you know. When it becomes ill, you can't just tell your body, well, be well, <laughs> this moment. It doesn't listen, you know, and our mind as well. You know, it doesn't listen when we want to, uh, when we want it to be different than it is at that moment. So, so this is the meaning of of mind being wild, being out of control, being conditioned. In a in a in a strictly Buddhist sense, we can we can we can call it so. Being conditioned, being conditioned by many many factors. Uh, inner and outer as well, and being out of control really, being unstable, we can also say being easily influenced and moved by whatever comes our way okay so that's that 's the wildness of the of the mind uh, the other <coughs> the other characteristic is uh, that mind is deceptive. Uh, we think that the the, the reality which uh, this mind of ours is presenting us, we think that it's true. We think that what we see is true, what we hear is true. You know, we, we believe our judgments, and uh, uh, and we are not really aware. Uh, that our own mind is deceiving us, most of the time. Most of the time we are presented with, a, well, with our own subjective uh, understanding of whatever situation is there, which is never the whole truth, as long as it is a subjective uh, understanding. Because it is a result of, again, uh, very narrow self centric self centric perspective through which we are looking at the world. Therefore what we see there is coloured by our interests, is colored by our likes and dislikes and so on. And therefore is never the complete the, the truth, it's never the complete picture in the first place. But we, we, we somehow believe it is and that's the problem. We believe it is, and that's the problem. And then we act upon this uh, with a full faith in in, in our righteousness. And therefore the results are usually catastrophe. Uh, So for this reason, in Chan, in Buddhism in general, but in Chan uh, uh, specifically, we use meditation methods. We, We cultivate our mind. And the purpose of Cultivating mind is actually uh, changing this wild mind into stable and calm mind. And changing this deceptive mind into the clear mind, the mind of wisdom, the mind which sees things as they are. And and the seeing things as they are... In Buddhism, is understood as a, is understood as a, as a, a crucial in liberating ourselves from suffering. This this clear understanding of the true nature of reality in which we live, including ourselves, that's the that's the uh, that's the crucial. Uh, insight, insight which leads to liberation. Um, And it's not just about improving our life, although of course by practicing meditation we improve the quality of our life greatly uh, through being more relaxed in body, to be more open in the mind and calm, to be more acceptive, to be more flexible, to be more uh, uh, able to deal with the various situations, more more wisely and more harmoniously. So these are all result of a a continuous practice of meditation. But, But the final aim is not to just improve the quality of our life to a certain extent, but to be liberated. You know, especially Chan, teaching and goes to the very cause of our human unhappiness. It does not deal with the various issues, which problematic issues, which we might have in life, like various phobias or, I don't know, well, whatever psychology con- considers that we suffer today from. The, 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 the Chan school does not deal separately with those things, but it goes straight what is cause of all of them. Uh, And that is this belief in a separate existence. That's that's this belief that we exist somehow separately, separately from others, separately from nature, um, simply separately. As long as we believing that we are threatened by everything which is not me and myself. Which is out there. Okay, I am here and whatever is out there becomes threat. Well, not everything, but uh, we have this this cautiousness uh, 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 all the time somehow. Uh, this fear that something bad will happen. So we are cautious and uh, therefore this, this anxiety is present all the time in ourselves. We are not at ease with the, with the life. We are not at ease with other people. We are not at ease with what is waiting for us next moment. Because of this uh, belief that we exist somehow separately. And, and seeing things as they are means seeing our nature as it is seeing ourselves, our true nature and, and through that insight we actually find out that nothing exists separately in this world there is nothing which exists on its own without being related to everything else nothing, simply nothing You know, in 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 our ordinary way of perceiving things, we see the world as consisted of separate objects, okay, separate people with uh, different names, with uh, different nationalities, with the uh, different cultures, with the uh, different histories. All different, 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 different. Okay, we don't see what what is the same in all of this. We don't see what is it that connects all of us, you know? What is the same? We can't see as long as mind is scattered. <laughs> you know? You have to, you must have a clear mind to see those things. It's not a matter of belief. It's not a matter of religion. You know, it's not a matter of well uh, um, I don't know. It's a matter of clear seeing. And the, and, the, and the direct seeing. So what, we, what this insight brings to us is this, uh, uh, this knowledge that we are actually connected to everything else. That everything is actually interconnected in life. Nothing exists separately. that's very very important insight you know the the all, all religion have some kind of morality you know <clears throat> so the christianity has these 10 commandments you know, we in buddhism we have a uh, various sets of 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 uh precepts as we call them or uh, um Uh, rules, or whatever, however you want to call them. Uh, But, for example, in Christianity, you have to follow them, because you will be punished. In Buddhism, we have a completely different understanding. We are following them, because we want to follow them, because by following them, we live more harmonious life, and more happy life. Therefore, we don't see them as a discipline somebody else uh, 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 put on us. And also, seeing that everything is interconnected uh, brings certain kind of responsibility. What, 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 what is the way in which we have to relate them to everything? Because whatever we do affects everything. It's not just our own thing. Okay, therefore, what is the best way of relate to everything? And in Buddhism, there is a very simple definition of morality, actually, uh, which uh, which is not doing harm to ourselves and to others. And now we can say to the nature also, not doing harm. That's the, that's the main principle of morality. And it comes out of this deep insight of, of interconnectedness. Because we can't do harm to others not harming ourselves at the same time. It's not possible. It's not possible. You see? <laughs> maybe, uh, uh, maybe this is a good time to stop.